This is Pro Wrestling Illustrated, a love letter to independent wrestling from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I'm your host, PWI Editor-in-Chief Kevin McElvaney, joined as always by my co-host, The Good Witch, The Conduit of Karma, there's other nicknames I'm forgetting, Kaya McKenna. Kaya, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How have you been, Kevin? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's, uh, I, I hope you had a nice holiday. Merry Christmas, whatever I we're, beti- we're between, uh, Christmas and new year's now as, as this comes out. So this is kind of wrapping up. I want to say wrapping up the year of this podcast. Cause we've, we've only been at it for a little bit, but, um, we've got some exciting stuff going on today. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, big wrestling events that are going to be ending out the year and Christmas was great and all, but I've really been looking forward to new year's weekend and, how many indie shows are running and how many people are going to be wrestling and, and big title defenses coming up. And I think it's another opportunity for a lot of people to just really set the tone for how they plan to take on 2022. So that's, what's excited me the most in the past couple of weeks. Totally. And today we're going to focus on the rest of all event and just a lot of exciting stuff going on because it's this regional New Zealand wrestling, New Zealand, New England wrestling. Festival. New England. <laughs> This, I don't even know if I'm going to edit that out. I, I like it. I'm, I mean, I would love to wrestle in New Zealand at some point. That sounds like a great time. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> this festival is going to be in New England um, and New England promotions, but also some Southern, Southern promotions coming up. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, I believe um, it starts on Thursday with the season finale of Uncharted Territory. So that'll be awesome. That'll be a great way to kick off the restival on, I believe, oh yeah, pizza party. Pizza party's on Thursday as well, prior to Uncharted Territory. It took me a second. It's it's insane how many of these I attend and I still sometimes can't keep the schedule 100% straight. But on Thursday, the 30th, we will be kicking off the restival with Pizza Party Pro and then the season finale of Uncharted Territory. So that's a, you can't miss that. There's some great matches on that show. Then we're going to roll right into Friday. We have Action Wrestling and Sup doing a super show coming up from the South, bringing some fresh talent to New England. I'm sure that will be an excellent showcase of wrestling. And then Friday evening, we have a Beyond Wrestling WWR Plus super show, Heavy Lies the Crown. Um, That'll be a great way to kind of round off the year. It's been a pretty big year for Beyond Wrestling. They've managed to thrive despite the pandemic. So it'll be really cool to see how they tie everything up and get ready to dominate in 2022. And then Saturday on New Year's Day, we will be blessed with Blitzkrieg Pro putting on a very, very fun show. We have H2O coming up from New Jersey to bring a little hardcore flavor to New England. And we'll be closing out the restable with Limitless Wrestling. And and that's just such an incredible variety of talent. When you go back and you consider all those promotions and all the people that work there, how fortunate we are to have them in this giant melting pot for one weekend. Absolutely. And it's all going to be streaming for uh, anyone who can't get up to actually see the shows. And we'll be talking to uh, one of the key organizers a little bit later. But uh, first, I mean, why don't we go to the first interview and talk to one of the wrestlers who's going to be on that show? Sounds good to me. And with that being said, let's go have a couple of words with the number one contender to the Independent Wrestling World Championship, AC Mack. Um, are you excited to be working in New England? Yes, I am so excited. It's been a minute um, since I've been up there due to the pandemic and all that. But um, last time I was there, they showed me so much love. Uh, it was just really cool uh, being up in Boston and, and well near Boston and just being able to catch a different vibe and, and at a different venue. So I was excited and I am excited now. Yeah. You know, we're recording this. It's just before Christmas. This will be coming out a little bit after Christmas. Elephant in the room. You've got something exciting coming up. Uh, being Having been named the number one contender to the yes. IWTV yeah, independent world title. Um, but there's a, a few people that are kind of in line ahead of you here for this. This is like. The reason I bring up Christmas, it's like waiting for Christmas morning. Like there's something exciting coming up. <laughs> you don't know exactly what it is yet. It's you could be facing any number of people, but you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be a big opportunity. What are your thoughts heading into all that? Because you have, and uh, Kaya, maybe um, you can run it off. And- I, I have the list because I have been following this very closely. I want to see how all of yes. this shakes out and who comes out on top. So <laughs> we have, um, 
potentially either Matt Mikowski or Wheeler Yuta, depending on how uncharted territory went. We have Anthony Henry in line. And we also mm-hmm. have Marcus Mathers, who has that briefcase that he could cash in at any time that he procured the IWTD 100 show in a ladder match. And if all three of those defenses are successful, you could also be wrestling Alex Shelley. So how do you feel about that? Like with there being so many options, is there someone you would really like to wrestle out of that lot? Like, I'm sure you yeah. have a very close eye on it as well. Very, very close eye on it. Um, no disrespect to any of those guys, but if I had to pick, if I had things my way, it would be Alex Shelley. I want the biggest name possible. So when I defeat him for that championship, I don't want no excuses. I don't want to hear anything else from anybody else. I want them to know that I beat the absolute best for that championship. And it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. Like you said, waiting for Christmas. Um, I'm watching very, very closely. January 21st is my day. That That's my day. So whoever has it, I'm going to be the number one contender for it that day. So either way, I'm excited. The fact that you're coming in as a challenger, um, despite being a recognized world championship by PWI, the IWTV independent title has been like kind of a, a Midwestern and Northeastern title. That's who, where most of the contenders have come from. Um, right. But of course there's a lot of really excited, exciting wrestling going on in the South, particularly in Georgia. And you're coming mm-hmm. up to the rest of all, you know, even before that title title opportunity and you're, you're representing the South and you're representing, you have certainly wrestled all over the place, but you're coming into like, you know, this is, there are a lot of new England based promotions that are running shows. Um, right. Are you looking forward to this? Is this something you're a little bit nervous about? Are you, uh, you know, some people are going to be watching you wrestle in person and on, on streaming uh, television for the first time. Right. Right. You, you're right. I'm glad you asked if I was nervous because I am, I'm definitely nervous, but in a good way, in a good way, I'm, I'm nervous and excited and anxious to, to have all those new eyes see not only what I bring to the table, but what the South can bring to the table as a whole, this whole, this whole theme or, or overarching story is, is about, you know, the, the redheaded stepchild is not getting as much love but has all the talent down here. We have amazing, amazing, amazing talent down here. But when you think of big promotions, you think of uh, New England, you think of the Midwest. And when you think of big names, you think of the you know, people that come out of those same regions. And that's cool. They're not wrong, but that's not the entire truth. We, got, we have a hell of a lot more talent down here as well. Um, and it's about time that we recognize and acknowledge that. And I am so glad that I get to be the one, the flag bearer to do it. Cause I'm going to be loud with it. I'm going to be loud with it. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what we love to hear. And I'm excited that, um, action and sup are running a show during the rest of the weekend, which you will be wrestling on against mm-hmm. a more Northern opponent in Slade. Mm-hmm. And I know you have your IWTV title shot coming up and I'm sure you're very focused on that, but Slade is a mountain to climb before we get there. Yeah. So how have you been preparing He's for this match? He's a excited about it? Very dangerous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been peeping game. I've, I've been tape study and, and doing my research, uh, like like I said, he's very, very dangerous. And uh, I don't want to take him too lightly, but I also have to keep in mind that I got a championship match, a big championship match coming up. And I need to be 100% for that. So uh, th- this is where my craftiness has to come into play. This is this is where uh, I have to put my thinking cap on and, and figure out a way uh, to survive this. I think that's the best way to put this. I have to survive. And uh, I've done it before and I can do it again. Uh, I'm pretty confident in what I bring to the table, but I definitely know that he is nothing to play with. So without tipping your hat to your opponent, what can fans who haven't seen you wrestle before who are attending the rest of all or who are watching on IWTV, what can they expect to see from you? Yeah, uh, you can expect to see a very, uh, a very loud in your, in your face kind of uh persona uh somebody who's uh filled with emotion 
Uh, you're going to feel every strike that I hit. You're going to feel every emotion that I have. Uh, you're dealing with somebody who's very proud. Uh, you're dealing with somebody who's very smooth and very good and who knows it and who will remind you of that every chance he gets. Uh, you're dealing with somebody who's fun, somebody very memorable, you know, um, I bring something different to the table. I'm not chaining for 30 minutes. Uh, I'm not a powerhouse. Uh, I'm not a luchador, uh, but I, I am somebody who's vibrant. I like to call it. So I, I, I look forward to seeing or hearing what the new eyes have to say. Yeah. One of the things well, from my standpoint as a wrestler that I think is really cool is getting to wrestle somewhere you've never been before. You haven't been in a while because it is fresh eyes, fresh people, fresh reactions. Right. Um, you can learn a lot in that environment, right? Like about, about your, um, your own technique and how you operate and, and what maybe you could improve upon or what you're doing really well. So I'm sure that it's going to be a great experience for you to come up to new England and have these matches. And also, like I said, scout your opponents, right? I mean, you get to kick back and watch all three of these matches before your big one. So you can prepare right. for anyone that comes down the pike. Right. I can't wait. I might stand out there on the stage just so they can you see should. Just so you know I'm there. <laughs> pull up a chair. Get nice right, and good. Right. Put your feet up. Right. If there's anybody that needs a front row seats to the rest of those matches, it's me. You are the number one contender. You should be there. Right. <laughs> so let's let's assume things go your way and you win the IWTV Independent World Championship. You can defend it against, I mean, obviously it's going to be against who um, the uh, ratings committee to some extent determines is next in line for mm -hmm. the title shot. But let, let's say you wanted to give some shine to, we'll just say Southern wrestlers, like people, they don't necessarily have to be from promotions where you're working, but maybe people who are a little bit overlooked or not on the national radar just yet, or, or maybe they are, but you just think like, Hey, this will take them to the next level. Who, who are some people mm -hmm. who we should keep an eye out for who you might want to mix it up with? Oh my gosh. Uh, Oh, uh, down here, uh, there's, there's a guy named Joe black, mm -hmm. uh, that I think is, he's really, really good. And, and, in this match people, you know, the eyes that will be put on the title match like this will really propel him nationally. Um, there's another one, David Ali. Uh, I'm trying to think of some, uh, David was on oh a, a, an earlier version of this show and he actually, he was, mm -hmm. there were, he, it was two versions of David Ali. It was, it was an interesting interview that I did with him. <laughs> <laughs> the, and so me and him started training on the very, the exact very day in 2016. So I know him very oh, wow. well and I know exactly what you mean. Um, <laughs> who, who else? Sean legacy, uh, out in viral, another Owen Knight, who's the Southern honor champion. Um, Oh, there's so many. And I just know I'm forgetting some, hold on. Um, I left. Um, oh gosh, there's so, there, there, there's so well, many. Let, you know what, let them, let them be left off AC and then they can be upset with yeah. you. And then that's a reason for them to come after. <laughs> Real <No. genuine> <laughs> that's the last thing I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have that target on your back though. If you have the, have the belt, you know, that's, that's, how yeah, that's true. By default, you're right. I have to ask, so you were the winner of the SCI, the Scenic City Invitational this year on August 6th. And right. upon winning that tournament, you declared yourself number one contender. What galvanized right. you to make such a bold move? Like, what had you been watching? What have you been seeing? What have you been hearing that led you to take that action? Well, there, there were they were doing another super show, IWTV. Of course, it was up north. Of course, it didn't have a whole, you know, any uh, or a ton of Southern wrestlers. And of course, it didn't have me. And that, that was the biggest issue I had because here I am. I'm winning the biggest tournament in the South. I have pinned Daniel Makabe, who won the tournament last year. I've pinned Daniel Garcia, who's a former number one contender, who's now signed with AEW. You know, I, I've pinned Anthony Henry. I've, I've done all these things and I, I still don't get a recognition from them at that point in time. Um, not even a, a pat on the back, anything. And I and I said, you know what? You know what? I know I won this trophy and this is supposed to be a happy moment. But no, I need the mic right now. I, I need to let these people up in Jersey know how I'm feeling. 
I, I need them to hear me because it, it seems like no matter what I do here or no matter what the South does in general, we're still overlooked. So I had to give them a piece of my mind and it took a minute, but we here now. It took a little minute, but we here now. <laughs> Why do you think that is that the, the South gets like this short shrift when it comes to the indie wrestling discussion? I mean, the, the wrestling mm. in the South is, it goes back many, many years and, and, and enjoys right. this rich reputation. So what, like what happened? I, I don't know for sure what happened. I do know that there's a stereotype um, about wrestlers from the South. They're just kind of walk and talk. You know, they don't really do much in the ring and, and things of that nature. So I'm assuming it has something to do with that. But I'm here to tell you that that, that stereotype is not true and it does not hold weight because I, I am seeing some heavy hitters out here in the South. And, and, and we have a lot to bring to the table. Anthony Henry. He's a, he's a Southern wrestler and he's challenging up at Restable for the championship. So, I mean, I beat him, but still he challenged <laughs> for the title. Right. He's a, he's a, you know, he's another example of somebody who isn't walking tall. They're very smash mouth kind of style. So I don't know. I wish I could give you an answer to that, but I don't know. All I know is that it is a problem and it needs to stop. Well, you know, if you don't advocate for yourself, who will. So I think it's right. awesome that you're <laughs> stepping up to the plate and advocating for Southern wrestling and all of the incredible talent down there that certainly deserves an equal platform to their Midwest and Mid-Atlantic and Northeast. Um, Thank you. Friends. Yes. So we're heading into 2022 uh, and, you know, 2021, almost in the rearview mirror, new year ahead cliche question to ask, but what are you trying to accomplish? Let's, let's just say everything we'll take for granted that you're going to win the IWTV <laughs> independent world <laughs> title. Laugh. Let's just assume that's Don't done. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm just, I'm laughing because I know that's going to be the first answer. Uh, because right. that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> right. It, I'm, I'm, so, but what, what after that? Um, well, after I win the, the championship, I want to defend it in every region. I, you know, I, I want to, I definitely want to get out West. I haven't wrestled out West yet. Um, I want to perform on TV more and I, I, I want to leave that vague on purpose. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do, I want to do like a partnership with another form of entertainment and I know that sounds vague too, but I'm just open to whatever, whether that be um, TV shows, fashion, fashion shows. I don't know. I'm just, I, I want wrestling as a whole to be bigger than what it is, especially independent wrestling. Um, so I, I really want to do big things with it. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Another topic that's come up a couple of times on this show, at least a couple of times, is this idea that you don't want to just pull from the same fan base. You want to, you want to bring in new fans that maybe in addition exactly. to exactly. Yeah. I mean, not maybe don't even just know you, but don't, don't watch a lot of wrestling or haven't watched wrestling in a long time. And, and one way to do that is connecting with other parts of our culture. And, and it's like, if you can get, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be celebrity involvement per se, but just, Something that mm -hmm. makes it cool and relevant and, and right. people are not just, Hey, this is like the, the silly cartoon wrestling that I watched as a kid and, you know, don't watch anymore. It's, it's, it's a different right. thing. Right. I yeah, agree. I you mean, said that, you said that way better than I did. So I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know about all that. Exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> well, I mean, what are your, what interests do you think you have outside of you? Meant, I mean, you mentioned fashion or the, like, what do you do away from the ring that, that maybe could be a tie in here? I mean, like not to brainstorm it and set your whole thing up for you. Here, but yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. No pressure, no pressure. Um, a lot, uh, a lot of other things that I'm interested in are, uh, I, I really enjoy film. I minored in film in college. Um, so I'll go and I'll watch movies on end just forever. And I'm studying them probably more than they should be analyzed. Uh, really a huge, huge fan of hip hop music. Um, and just how the business move, their business moves um, as a whole or just in general. Um, what else? Um, I don't know if this can be a huge tie in, but I, I love trying new restaurants. Uh, huge, huge seafood guy here. Um, but yeah, just 
those, you know, just a few things I like outside of wrestling. So if I'm not in a ring, I'm probably in a movie theater, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, there's plenty of seafood in New England, so you will be in hog heaven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, I got to focus. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> hey, you know, we always focus on the physical preparation for big matches, but, you know, self-care is very important, too, and making sure you're in a very good emotional state. And if Eating food yes. that gives you happiness puts you in a good emotional state and a good headspace for these big yes. I say indulge. <laughs> Have some lobster. Just yeah, maybe don't eat a, like a giant lobster roll or New Haven style pizza right before the match. Like that, you'll wait. Oh, but he's so tempted. After though, after after the match, it's a after after. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we know you're busy. You're getting ready for a lot of stuff. Uh, we don't want to keep you too long try and be conscious of your time here but kai is there anything else you would like to ask ac before we let him go no i think that about covers it i really appreciate you coming on to talk with us today and bring us a little southern flavor and give us some insight into <laughs> wrestling in the south because it, it is an untapped market and i don't think it gets the love it deserves and i'm really hoping that when all of you guys and gals have your show at the restival you are able to attract a whole new fan base and absolutely yes I'm I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. And uh, anything uh, apart from the rest of all appearance you'd like to plug social media, anything else? Yes. Yeah. My social media, um, I'm AC Mac pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's either AC dash Mac or AC underscore Mac. Um, I'm on pro wrestling tees. I'm on what a maneuver all it's AC Mac trying to stay consistent. So it's easy to find. Um, yeah, yeah, we got some big things coming up, some announcements I can't make just yet, but I am the number one contender for that championship, that IWTV World Championship. So that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Um, I'm not sure how you can edit this or if this is even possible, but the IWTV Awards, you definitely want to vote AC Mac for moment of the year. All right. <laughs> I mean, this might be out after voting's closed, but maybe I can just sneak that part up you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot since you you brought up the the being in the movies and the and the film uh, study and all that you don't have to pick one but like top two or three movies from 2020 oh oh from 2021 oh crap yeah it's a little different um, okay. right because it's not as many coming out let's say last five years. right uh well I, no actually you i want to accept that challenge from 2021 um, okay. I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. I really, really like that. Um, I just saw Spider-Man last week. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I was in there crying. Um, oh, so many. Um, what else did I see? I'm going to have to go back through my calendar. Uh, all right. I'll give in. Uh, past few years, uh, uh, Queen and Slim. Uh, which is kind of like a modern uh, Bonnie and Clyde kind of story. I thought that was really good. Um, Tenet was good. Um, I'm just going to kick myself all, all to all tonight. Watch. I'm going to think of like 30 movies. I should have said, <laughs> you know, what, uh, you know yeah, what it, do you, some... do you have a letterbox account set up? <laughs> Letterboxed. Oh no, I probably should though. Yeah, that's there you um, go. That that's good for your your brand if you're cultivating this. Uh, yeah, like all of the, uh, <laughs> right, right. My friends keep telling me I should be a critic. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just something. This is self care. This is just me, like <laughs> separate from everything else that I, all my other obligations. This is just me. Uh, any of the Marvel movies, of course. Um, mm -hmm. I think I saw something with Ben Affleck. I don't know. I, I have to go back and look. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. There have some good movies, though. Despite the pandemic, there have been some good movies that have come out. Kai, any idea what that Ben Affleck movie might have been? Or not, not a clue. You would have to ask some of no. our uh, New England friends. They would probably know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Tying it back see. into the rest of all. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a Marylander. I don't know anything about Ben Affleck or the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> I don't know we go there for the rest of us. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that was cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, I think sometimes, you know, 
wrestlers go on podcasts and I know it's, I mean, maybe you can speak to this guy, but like maybe not always the most fun thing in the world. Cause you're, you're trying to promote and not forget anything. And it can be a little samey, samey sometimes, but I feel like we all had a good time. Yeah. You could definitely tell AC had a lot of enthusiasm when it came to speaking to us about this event. And maybe that because that comes from the fact that he's had such a long road, not only to the restival, but a longer road to his championship opportunity. So I'm sure he'll be, not only wrestling, but watching very closely as the weekend progresses. And I appreciate him taking some time out of his very busy schedule to speak with us. Absolutely. And speaking of very busy schedules, let's go to our second interviewer. We uh, alluded earlier to having one of the organizers of the event. And this is Beyond Wrestling promoter, Drew Cordero. All right. We are here with uh, Beyond Wrestling promoter, Drew Cordero. And I am so excited for this interview because I have been wanting to learn more about the Restable since you announced it a few weeks ago. So what, what is the Restable in a nutshell? So the Restable is a wrestling festival uh, that we are bringing to White Eagle in Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, in conjunction with New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and the season three finale of Uncharted Territory um, in years past. Uh, the New Year's Eve event, Heavy Lies the Crown for Beyond Wrestling, has typically been our second biggest event of the year uh, behind American Rana. And even before we started doing Heavy Lies the Crown, we would always have a huge interest in our events that we did between Christmas and New Year's. So after kind of the series of events um, in Tampa that were broadcast on IWTV, Unfortunately, I was not able to be there in person because I was quarantining at the time. Um, so I was able to really keep an eye on things from the streaming side of things. Uh, the thought process behind putting the wrestle together was, wouldn't it be great if we could reach as big of an audience on IWTV as we did with WrestleMania weekend 2021, uh, but put those shows in front of a more energetic and livelier audience which is uh, something that I think that we have certainly earned a reputation for uh, between the Beyond Wrestling and WWR Plus events at, at the White Eagle in Worcester um, since we've been able to go back to doing live events uh, with restrictions at first in April, May, and June, and then without restrictions in terms of capacity since then. So you mentioned the uh, restrictions and obviously the the atmosphere at these Beyond shows plays a huge part um, and the energy that the wrestlers feed off of it. It leads to a better broadcast. Um, we are looking at, I mean, maybe not legal restrictions, but there's kind of, this is kind of a challenging time because there's new variants circulating with COVID, all this stuff. Um, and then of course, you know, earlier in the year, you've had to cancel major events um uh, because of covid so i mean like do you have any contingency plans in place is there is there you know it's not exactly like you can move a new year's eve event and have it some other time it's not the same thing um well i mean american rana got canceled because there was a hurricane that was supposed to be coming to oh, the, right. yeah, air, that's right. to the area <laughs> and there was like extreme flooding in worcester just a couple of days before um that weren't related to any kind of severe weather um you know, the, the events that we canceled kind of in, in November of 2020 kind of coincided with the, I guess, loss of faith of the fans after there was a number of positive COVID tests, um, you know, back in October 2020, stemming from wrestling events. Um, things are different now in the sense that, you know, people have access to the vaccines, which, you know, clearly don't eliminate the potential for, you know, getting or spreading the virus. Um, but I think that now we know that there's additional measures that we can take to um, at least keep ourselves safer and mm -hmm. try and, um, you know, minimize the possibility of like having to go to the hospital or worse. I can speak from what I predict over the next two weeks, which is based on the fact that Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New England has the strongest vaccination rate in the country. Um, the local politicians have like gone from, hey, it's a complete free for all to specifically in Rhode Island, where I live. If there's gatherings of more than 250 people, 
please wear a mask. Um, as it stands at White Eagle in Worcester, and this has been the case since the start of September, indoors, regardless of vaccination status, people need to be masked. Mm -hmm. um, I have asked all of the promoters to make sure to reach out to all their talent to the best of their ability to make sure that everybody's getting tested prior to the event. Um, however, I feel like it kind of puts us in a tough spot because I know what it's like just from my own experiences. Whereas I used to be able to go every time I traveled and just get a rapid test without an appointment. Um, right. Everything's by appointment only in my area now. And because COVID is spreading, it's very difficult to come to come by an appointment. You know, um, you know, you can do a self-administered rapid test and pay for it every time and then hope that you did it the right way to get accurate results. So, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Obviously, there's a there's a level of risk involved. And, uh, you know, it's up to everybody to figure out what's appropriate to, to, to do for themselves, um, just as it has been at every point throughout the pandemic. You know, unless everybody's getting paid a living wage to stay home, you kind of have to do what you feel like is right for you um, sure. without putting other people at risk. Um, and I guess the best thing that I can say is that for the for the people that understand the risks, you know, just like going to the supermarket, just like going to the pharmacy, you know, if, if you want to let loose and, and have fun at a wrestling show, like understand the risks, please do everything in your power to mitigate the risks for other people that are there. And for those people that don't feel comfortable, like it'll be broadcast on IWTV and, you know, you can watch it from the comfort of your home and, and still appreciate the efforts of, of these athletes. Um, but it's, it's not an easy time for any of this stuff. I, I would be absolutely bewildered uh, if there was any sort of shutdown in place prior to these events happening or any sort of further regulation from a local government side of things. Like I think that as far as what's going to be enforced at, at the White Eagle in Worcester by virtue of being in Worcester, masks will be required. Sure. Um, if anything else comes up beyond that, I mean, obviously we're at the, we're at the mercy of, of whatever the other rules and regulations are. So it's just a matter of just, you know, be smart and be safe. I mean, yeah, that's just the reality of doing things now. Kai, you have something you, uh, Yes. So when you have a lot of wrestling in one weekend, you sometimes run the risk of everything blending together. But what I noticed about the Restable is that you've included such a vast variety of promotions. You have Action, Pizza Party, WWR plus uh, Blitzkrieg. What drove you to make the decision to include all these promotions? And how do you think it's going to set the Restable apart from some other large scale wrestling events that occur? Sure. I think, I mean, it's obviously there's two factors. One's the location, the proximity of these organizations um, to New England. So like uh, that's where like a promotion like Blitzkrieg that runs about an hour away in the Springfield, Massachusetts area, or Limitless Wrestling that runs a few hours away, mostly out of the Portland, Maine area. Um, they'd be great to have on board. Um, and then for some of the other organizations, it's based on the, the, the power of their um, contributions to, to IWTV, since this is both trying to balance the live audience and the streaming audience. Um, so to be able to have action and sub come together for a super show, which was wildly successful over the WrestleMania weekend, um, to have H2 wrestling, you know, Matt Tremont and his students come up to Worcester, Massachusetts for the first time to do, you know, a show out, out, out of his, uh, area, um, you know, and then pizza party kind of getting added after the fact, just, uh, bringing just a completely different flair to the whole event. And then obviously what we have between Uncharted Territory and, uh, you know, beyond WWE Plus, Heavy Lies, the Crown Super Show. It's just like, yeah, every show is going to be completely different. And uh, for the people that are coming for all seven of them, like, it's going to be a great action-packed weekend with a ton of variety. And that's what I love out of wrestling. I love seeing everything. No, I love seeing the technical matches. I love seeing the hardcore matches. I love seeing intergender matches. I love seeing comedy matches. So um, as far as my personal level of interest, like, there's something that's going to check every box. And I'm really excited for that. Get all the flavors of wrestling in one place. Yeah. I always say it's like people used to say it's like a buffet. And it's like, I want to go a step above that. I want a, a full smorgasbord. <laughs> I've heard all Mark Henry say that it's like a box of donuts and you get to pick all your flavors. But I think I'd rather have a smorgasbord than a box of donuts personally. Yeah, I want the donuts. I want the pastry. I want the omelets. <laughs> I want the French toast, the waffles, the pancakes, the fancy coffee with the booze in it. Like I want it all. <laughs> The wrestling brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, uh, there's this place out near Lancaster, PA called uh, Shady Maple. And it's, yeah, it's 
wild the amount of food they have there and then the downstairs is like cracker barrel store on steroids like you can buy amish furniture there you can buy and like gifts of all kinds but it's i've never seen so much food in one place it's now i'm hungry so and that's that's what i want people to think of the rest of wow i've never seen so much wrestling all in one place right yeah and i mean you have people uh traveling you know across state lines for this not not just attendees but of course the wrestlers are coming from all over the place um in doing the uncharted territory shows you've called from a lot of different places i mean certainly like you've had the the regional wrestlers and people who are based in new england and maybe the mid-atlantic but i mean you've also with that show helped put people on the national stage who were not from anywhere around there i mean how I've got to imagine at this point, you're getting so many requests for people who just from people who just want to appear on the show and the, uh, your inbox on every platform is probably a nightmare for that reason. How do you No, no, and, and that's one of the reasons that we've kind of pivoted now with the season of uncharted territory season three, you know, coming mm-hmm. to the scheduled end on December 30th. It was like, I can either do nothing for the rest of the winter. Right. Uh, or we have a room and a ring and a captive audience in Worcester. Uh, why don't we try and introduce a new concept? And that's kind of how it all came together with Wrestling Open. You know, there are a lot of people that have been coming week in and week out for Uncharted Territory for no pay, no notoriety whatsoever. Um, you know, just from local schools, just starting out their career, just contribute, just to be a part of it. Some people, it's like, you know, they hope to obviously earn a spot beyond wrestling and be able to wrestle for us someday. Other people are just like, hey, this is, I have nothing going on. And this is how I would choose to spend my free time. Um, and so the thought process kind of came where it's like, well, what if we can figure out a way to platform these guys and figure out a way to, you know, help get them some sort of compensation, um, you know, as a way to start. And that's kind of where we came up with the idea of wrestling open where it's like, well, what if we did an open mic night for professional wrestling? So, you know, the week immediately following the conclusion of Uncharted Territory season three, we're going to be launching wrestling open. So that's going to be January 6th, 2022, every Thursday night back at White Eagle. Ticket prices are going to be only $10 instead of $20, which is what we charge at the door for Uncharted Territory. And you're going to see some of the regulars from Beyond Wrestling. You're going to see a lot of new faces. And I, what I want to do is for the first couple of weeks is limit it to the people that have been helping us along the way. Um, so we have a private Facebook group right now, which is people that have already competed for Beyond Wrestling. We have a second Facebook group, which is people that I am familiar with that have yet to compete for Beyond Wrestling. And after a couple of weeks, we're going to open up a third Facebook group just for the type of people that have been blowing up my inbox all season, wanting to be able to get a foot in the door. You know, there's some, you know, there's some wrestlers that'll say, you know, I live in uh, Seattle. I, I want to come wrestle for uncharted territory. I will get myself there and I will do whatever it takes um, because I understand the power of the platform. And I, and I believe in my own abilities enough that if you give me a match, uh, it's going to be an investment in my career. And those will be the type of opportunities we have for people at wrestling open uh, after the first few weeks as well. Once, once we kind of work out, I'm I'm big into experimental pro wrestling. So I don't go into things with like, this is the way it has to be. And if it's not this way, then it doesn't work. You know, there's a process to it and and a learning process and a growing process. And I just want to make sure before we have anybody investing in themselves on that level, um, you know, that we know that this is absolutely going to work to benefit them because when you're taking a risk on yourself like that, like there, there would be nothing worse than like, okay, well, it didn't work. This was a huge waste of time. I don't want anybody ever working with me in any capacity that feels that way, that it wasn't a worthwhile endeavor. So, um, you know, and, and then I, I would imagine a couple of weeks after that, we'll probably see like when a limitless wrestling or blitzkrieg wrestling, you know, runs. Uh, hey, you know, we have a show on a Friday. There's somebody passing through on a Thursday and, and kind of seeing what kind of opportunities there are for somebody like that to then, you know, share the ring with somebody that's a regular from Wrestling Open, give them an even bigger platform because now there's more of a spotlight on them because they're sharing, you know, the ring with, with somebody with more notoriety. So there's definitely a lot behind that idea. Um, when we first started on Jared Territory in 2019, the $10 tickets was like the sweet spot in terms of what people are willing to pay in order to check out something new. And we made a lot of new wrestling fans. And I don't think that independent wrestling thinks enough like that, where it's just like, what can we do to get people that go to WWE and now AEW to come to our show so that we can make enough money to cover budget. And it's like, no, what can you do to introduce people to independent wrestling that don't even know what wrestling is. Right. And People in Worcester, they'll pay $10 to go to a bar to drink as far as a cover. 
live entertainment. But that's how we hook them. We get them through the door the first time. They see these shows, unbelievable quality. They don't know anything about wrestling, but they see somebody like Masha Slamovich and they say, that person's cool. I want to come back and see them again. They don't know the difference between you know, a $50 wrestler or a $5,000 wrestler because they don't know wrestling. So nobody's a draw to them. But the idea of coming to wrestling and experiencing it for the first time and having fun and feeling the energy in the room is what's going to then introduce them to, okay, I like this person. Where else do they wrestle? Okay, I'm going to check out these other places online. Oh, wow, this person is doing a match on AEW Dark. Let me check that out on YouTube. And uh, that's ultimately my goal with Wrestling Open is not only to help these, these newer wrestlers be able to get their reps in and be able to get a platform, be able to get some pay for it. Um, but I, I want to try and make as many new wrestling fans as possible. I don't think that's a goal that seemingly anybody has. And that just that just kind of blows my mind. It's like there's only so many people that like wrestling. You can either bleed them dry <laughs> or you can try and find new people that might like wrestling. We'll see. I was going to say, as an emerging wrestler myself, I am eternally grateful for the opportunities Beyond has afforded me over the past year. And I just love the concept of platforming and, and highlighting familiar faces, but also new ones as well. And I can't wait to see the people who come through Wrestling Open, but I'm also excited to see the new and familiar faces that will be coming through the Wrestable. Is there any talent that will be in town or that has not been up that way before that you guys are really looking forward to seeing what they bring to the ring? Oh... I know, big question. <laughs> I mean, who specifically am I excited to see that hasn't been up this way? I don't know. I keep tabs on everything. So I don't know that necessarily seeing him in person does anything to entice me any more <laughs> than just the idea of these shows being able to happen in the first place. I, I just want to make sure that the, the promotions that are involved are able to authentically represent themselves, but just in front of like our passionate fans. Um, so to me, that idea kind of goes bigger than, than the individual wrestlers themselves uh, and more to kind of what the ethos of, of the wrestling promotions are. You know, um, I know that H2O will have some big match announcements after their shows this weekend. Um, and those are the kind of things where it's like when we talk about the different flavors, um, that's when you'll see where it's like, OK, this isn't a person that would have normally come up to compete for Beyond Wrestling. They're good. Um, not every wrestler is a good fit for every wrestling company. But here comes somebody that's an excellent fit for what H2O is trying to present. And that's cool to be able to give our fans in Worcester a taste for that because not everybody can travel everywhere to see the shows. It's like getting the opportunity to try different quote unquote food, even if you don't live in the origin of the food, right? Even if you don't live where that wrestling occurs, you can still experience it in person. In this one. Yeah, you're getting an authentic taste of, uh, you know, with, with, you know, of uh, some, some schnitzel without having to go to Germany. <laughs> Sorry, I have I got Guy Fieri on in the back. That's that's a great <laughs> great reference because it is that is one hundred percent what it is is being able to experience regional wrestling in your own backyard, like not having to go to California to get the lucha match, not having to go down to New Jersey to H two O to see the hardcore death match, not having to go down south to see their their flavor of wrestling either. You know, it's it's all in this one spot, which is super nice. It really is like the smorgasbord. You were one hundred percent on point when you said that. Kaya, do you have anything else you want to ask Drew before we let him go? No, actually, that was incredibly insightful. And I feel like in just listening to you for the 20 to 30 minutes we spoke, I gained so much more knowledge about the wrestling business than I did not have before. And for that, I appreciate you. So thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today. Yeah, hopefully the wrestle does well. Tickets on sale at shop IWTV, stream it on IWTV.live. Um, obviously pizza party and uncharted territory season finale on the 30th. Then you have the action sub super show and the beyond wrestling WR plus super show on new year's Eve. And then, uh, new year's day it's blitzkrieg H2O and limitless. So, uh, just something for everybody. And, uh, I know that it's going to be cool because the fans in Worcester, we've probably cultivated the most respectful crowd in wrestling. I will say that confidently. I'm really excited for us to be able to match our crowd uh, with a lot of cool wrestling from around the country. That's the power of the Restival. And, uh, you know, if you like the idea, support any way you can. And if it goes well, we'll do it again. It's that simple. 
Could have talked to Drew all day also. That was a really informative interview. Talked about a lot of different stuff. I know there was some confusion around the whole Wrestle Open project. I mean, even for me when I first heard about it. Um, but the way he explained it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, beyond all that, it was beyond all that. Yeah, It was <laughs> cool. To, yeah, that was a bad joke. <laughs> that was a great was, joke. Oh, uh, well, thanks for hearing smile. <laughs> so uh, the Heavy Lies the Crown show... Um, is this, you know, it's kind of the centerpiece of the weekend and it's been this, that's my new year's plans the last few years. I've just like sat in and watched that. Cause it's, you know, who has the uh, energy to go out <laughs> and do things like that on new year's Eve. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of, uh, a lot of noise. So uh, it, it's good to watch those shows and it's cool how that just turned into like this weekend long thing involving all these other promotions, almost, you know, pretty organically, I'd say. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I really like that they're doubling down and starting to include more promotions and make bigger events and really get themselves out there. I mean, Beyond has always been out there, but like they're really making a push going into 2022. And I think it's incredible. And speaking of people who have been really making a push in 2021 going into 2022, our next guests, Alec Price and Becca, are going to be on many shows this weekend at Restival, and they're sort of like the hometown heroes of New England, so it'll be super great to get a little bit of perspective from them. So we're here with the Prize City Hooligans, Alec Price and Becca. What's good? <laughs> the two of you are very busy. Thanks for taking the time out to uh, to speak with us today. No problem, no problem. Yeah, we're both busy people. <laughs> Got to talk about wrestling in new england but i think specifically starting with wrestling in maine and limitless um the two of you've both made a big impression there in general talk about the scene up there and in maine and and some of the things that fans who haven't tuned into these shows yet could expect to see yeah i think limitless wrestling is a very special place um i i think the shows are unique in um that like the talent that they bring in and like their core roster members, I feel like always work together really well. Um, every show is just like a unique, um, interesting experience and the live crowd in Maine is just great. Um, it's just always so much fun. The people who come regularly and then there's like always new people who come in who are like, Oh, this is my first time here. So yeah, it's a really great environment. I really recommend if anyone can make it to a show that they should, because yeah, Limitless is a special place for sure. Yeah, no, nah, Limitless is like just something different. Um, Randy as a promoter is like, I've never met a promoter like Randy. Um, you know, he's very, you know, he's like a year older than me. And, you know, he's just his mind for the business and like how, he, you know, takes care of his people. Like not saying that other promoters yeah. don't, but like when you walk into that like locker room, you know that you're put first. You know what I mean? Like there's not going to be anything yeah. else that goes ahead of you. Like if Randy says something's going to happen, something's going to happen. And like he's always good with taking care of his people. And like I, like everybody in New England is great. Like especially people that come through. That's why Becca's on the show. That's why you know you see those people on the list shows because we're just all good. We all want the product to succeed, and we all want to have bangers. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of <laughs> my dog makes a ton of noise because it's a pug. So I will go on mute to spare everybody the breathing when I'm not speaking. Um, speaking of Restable, Limitless is a part of the Restable this year. And both of you will be on the Limitless show at Restable. Um, Alec, you are wrestling J.D. Drake for the Limitless championship. And Becca, yes. I do not know your opponent yet, but uh, can you guys give us some insight into these potential matchups? Um, so, uh, for the JD Drake match, you know, it's kind of, this is a big match for me. Um, you know, obviously I'm the champion, but you know, when I first came out and made my mark in limitless, I made it, you know, calling out JD, like JD had that open challenge and I came out, um, you know, the kind of the, the tables have turned in a way because now I'm the champion and he's the one that's challenging me. Um, so I'm excited because I feel like, you know, me not getting that win over JD, like I, I need to get that dub. Like, I don't know, JD, like, it's just my time to shine. JD's had his opportunities, has been everywhere. And I feel like it's just, it's just my time. Like, I'm getting this match regardless. Like, I'm going to walk out the belt. I'm going to walk out with the belt. Doesn't matter. It's, it's a big match. JD's like my wrestling dad. So 
the fact that I'm able to face them at Westerville, especially in my home state, it, it's going to be huge. And we're going to beat the crap out of each other. And Alec, you got another big match, um, I believe the night before that, against Adam Priest for Southern Underground Pro. So part of the thing with Restival, in addition to these more regional promotions that are that are based up in New England, we have these promotions that are traveling from out of state, from out of the, the region, really, for this. Um, talk about that match and, and getting ready for something like that, competing, you know, in for this different promotion uh, against a tough opponent like, like Adam Priest. Oh, I'm ready. I'm always ready. Um, you know, before I go in, like, it doesn't matter what promotion I am in, I'm, I'm going to have a banger. It doesn't matter what opponent I have. I'm always going to have a banger. I can wrestle with anybody. And, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's obviously a lot better that it's in my home turf. So I'm going to be able to like, I'm not going to be stressing because I'm not in another state for a new promotion that I don't know. Like I know stuff. I've never worked there before, but I know the people are great. I know Adam Priest is going to bring a fight. So I'm excited for it. Like, it, it's going to be a banger. It's not more, not, not, not much more than I can say. Well, let me just say something too. Alec is all over Restival because he is the limitless champion. Like he's there because he's the champion and he's the champion because he's the best thing going in new England right now. So I like, if you show up to Restable, be prepared to see him everywhere. And like, he's going to have bangers no matter who it's with, no matter what promotion. And I think like, ultimately, like it all comes back to him being the champion, in my opinion, of New England wrestling. Yeah, I am New England wrestling right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Becca, you're not slouch yourself here either, though. I mean, so that you're the, uh, cha the chaotic panoptic champion uh, defending that yeah. belt. Um, and then of course the two of you teaming up, uh, anyone who's listening, who's watched some recent episodes of uncharted territory that the two of you as the Price city hooligans picked up some big wins over some of the, uh, the premier tag teams. Uh, so really both of you are kind of on a tear right now. Um, is it tough to, you know, prioritize this single success, you know, both of you being champions and defending these singles titles? Uh, while also trying to be on a, on the rise as a, a tag team that maybe would be in competition for gold, you know, in that way? Uh, honestly, not really for me. And I think it's because me and Alex uh, communicate very openly about our own goals in wrestling. Like, we work very well together as a team. Um, we have, uh, yeah, we work together very well. And that is why we are so successful. But at the end of the day, like, I think we both know that we can be successful on our own and um, support each other in our own singles endeavors. So it's never really been an issue, I think, because, you know, we both um, we both support each other in in what we want to do together yeah. and separately. Yeah, like it's it's we're both really good. And we're both like, we can both handle our own in there, like together or separate. And like Becca is so good where I know just sooner or later, like we're not going to be able to tag together. You know what I mean? Like we're both singles wrestlers. We're not tag team wrestlers. We, we're really good as a tag team because like she said, we're open with each other. We're, you know, we communicate like if there's ever a problem, like we both know where we want to get ourselves in this business. So I, I mean, I'm down for whatever. If, if we got to get more tag bookings, I'm down for more tag bookings, but I feel like Becca's honestly good enough where she doesn't need to be in a tag team. She should be everywhere. Um, like she's on the, she's at where I was a year ago when I wasn't like not anywhere, but I was starting to get places and like, I was starting to get noticed. And I feel like just, yeah, I feel like both of us are really good, but we're both also really good separately. Um, so it's not hard for us to kind of be like, Hey, I got this single state. Hey, I got this single state. Cause we both know where we want to get at. And like, it's not really tag team, but we're still a great tag team. Yeah, and um, Kevin mentioned there's a lot of talent coming in for Restival, but you two are the hometown heroes. You have saturated New England in 2021 at multiple promotions, and to see you both branching out is just incredible. It's always great to witness growth, especially of talented individuals. But speaking of people coming in from all over, and we have all kinds of surprises for the Restival, Alec, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your match coming up with Layla Hirsch? Yeah, I mean... This match with Layla, 
Um, it's, it's something big because I've wanted this for a while. I mean, I, you know, a lot of times I say I've wanted this match for a while. I kind of wanted this match for a while. Layla, like, you know, she started, I think, a little bit after me. Um, and she's just been hustling. And she's really good and athletic. And I feel like me and her are going to go in there and have a fight. Like, anytime, like, I don't know. Like, we're just going to beat the crap out of each other. Layla's tough as shit. She, she doesn't know when to quit. And she's, you know, been, you know, doing her own stuff going internationally. And now she's on TV. Um, you know, with me, I'm still trying to make a name. So off this match, I'm trying to make a name off of Layla and I'm just going to try to beat the crap out of her to show why, you know, this is my time, not hers. You know I mean? It'll definitely be a very interesting clash of styles too, with her very strong amateur wrestling background. And then you are very fast, very light on your feet, very agile and very athletic in your own right. So it'll be very, very yeah, interesting how this match pans out. You know, I, I can shoot if I need to. I can work any style. All right. It doesn't matter if you're a shooter or a high flyer or a body man. It doesn't matter what you are. I'm going to be able to mix your style and do, do it better than you. So, I mean, even if Layla comes in with the amateur background, I grew up with four brothers. Like, I was the runner <laughs> Layla, so... I had to learn how to fight and how to get out of chokeholds and everything. So I'm ready for it. It was survival for you. Yeah, no, it really was. <laughs> so uh, as we record this and re- and as it's released too, you know, the rest of us coming New Year's weekend, we're heading into the new year. Could each of you talk a little bit about some of the goals that you have in the business for, for 2022? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I personally would like to um, wrestle outside of New England. Um, I just think it would be really dope and really fun. Um, yeah, I I would like to get out to the Midwest. Um, I would love to work for Mission Pro in uh, Texas, Black Label in um, the Midwest, and... Yeah, I just really, I just want to, like, be everywhere. Um, I also have, like, some music that I'm going to be releasing in 2022. I feel like this past year, I was just kind of dipping my toes into it. And I've been really, um, the creative juices have really been flowing. So I would really like to release an album next year. Um, We'll see how that goes. You are Um, a pop star. Yes. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like 2021 has been a great year. I feel like I've been having a, you know, past couple of good years. And I feel like, you know, my goal is to get signed in 2022. 2022 is my favorite number. I was 22 this year. I had a banging year. Next year is going to be my my number again. And I feel like it's just my time. Like I'm going to be signed. And if I'm not, I'm still going to keep producing fire on the indies until I get signed. So whether I'm a free agent or I'm signed to a TV company, like I'm going to keep, like, I just want to keep having bangers. I want to keep this momentum going. I want to, you know, just prove why I be- I deserve weren't like deserve the spots that I've been given. Like not just because I'm a smaller guy that people feel sympathy for. No, because I've worked harder than anybody I've known to get where I'm at in this business, especially at my size, other than like Becca, cause she works like 10 times harder than me, but like legit, like, yeah, I just my goal is to get signed. If not, keep having bangers. Like I want this to be killer year every year after year after year after year. I know you both have worked really, really hard to get where you where you're at. There are many times I can even recall you being at beyond or uncharted territory, and both of you are still to this day always down to help out, always helping put up the ring, get the chairs sorted, tighten the ropes, anything that needs to be done. You're both there, and you're such team players. It's just because the way we were trained, like. Before Becca went to Chaotic, she was originally trained at my school. And um, I trained her. Like, I'm not saying it's not Chaotic because Chaotic's a great school, too. Like, I've, I've gone there to work there. Like, I've trained there a couple times, too. Like, I like training there, too. Like, I have a membership there. But it's like, we're both trained. Like, we're, you have to pay your dues in this business. And no one ever stops paying dues. So you always have to help out at shows because it's it's not about being I'm a superstar. It's about being humble and remaining to know where, where you at. Like we can always evolve and get better. We can always, you know, progress as wrestlers. And we're never like the best that we feel like, you know, when you feel like you peaked or you feel like you're good, you're not good because then you're just going to go downhill. And I feel like we both have that drive where we want to get anything and everything in this business. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's 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 how I feel about that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Well, we know the two of you are busy. You're getting ready for some big matches coming up. Uh, we'll give you a chance to plug whatever you want to plug. But Kaya, first, do you have anything else you'd like to ask our guests? No, I think that you guys absolutely covered it. And I'm really excited to see you both continue the momentum you've built in 2021 into the restable and end the year on a high note. It will be an absolute honor to be there and witness all of your matches. And I know you both are going to absolutely crush it that weekend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good, good. All right. Well, uh, yeah, this is your chance. You have the floor. Both of you, Alec, Becca, pr- plug whatever you want to plug, social media, uh, side hustles, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, let people know where they can reach you and find you. Yeah, watch um, watch Limitless at Restival and then January 22nd in Yarmouth is their next show. Definitely check that out. Um especially if you watch Restable and like what you see, highly recommend it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at it's, or sorry, I just changed my handle at Becca forever with a three in the Becca. You'll find me. Um, and yeah, it's um, Becca on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and I think YouTube Music, pretty much anywhere where you can listen to music. Um, you can stream my latest single, Summer Forever, which I guess now it's like winter, but it's still a banger. So definitely listen to it. Great banger. I like. <laughs> um, so I got a lot of big matches coming up. Come to the Restable. I'm there all three days. I'm there. Thursday for Uncharted, I think. I'm there for Sup. I'm there for Heavy Lies the Crown. I'm there for Limitless. I got a bunch of big dates coming up. Make sure you keep your eyes on the prize. Uh, my Twitter handles and Instagram are the same thing as the Prize City OG. If you're not following me, I don't know why you're not. I don't know if you're being lazy or just a buster, but go over, follow me, go follow Becca. I got pro wrestling tees. I got merch. I got pins, stickers, everything. So stop being a buster. Follow us. Follow our careers, go to the restival and figure out what we're doing because we ain't going to be here that long because we're that good. All right. Awesome. Thank you both so much. No problem. Thank Thank you you. for having us on. You know, when you really sit back and you think of people to keep an eye on going into 2022, both of these wrestlers are incredible athletes. And I think that they're just going to really blow everybody out of the water next year. And this is just a taste. This weekend will be a simple taste of what they're capable of and what they have set up for us in the future. Absolutely. And I, it, I think if uh, Alec does get his goal of being signed in 2022, I'm glad we talked to him when we did and had him on the show. Cause I think there's still a lot that can be learned about his positive attitude toward things and his work ethic. Gosh, especially at some, such a young age, he said, yeah, I think he just turned 23 or he's 22. I, I'm already forgetting, which is terrible, but he's a young guy, much younger than I am. Um, and he is doing really well. And so is Becca. And they, you know, Becca is still by PWI definitions, a rookie. Um, so their best years are both ahead of them. Um, this episode, I think is going a little longer than usual, Kai, cause we've got more interviews in than we normally do, but, uh, but that's not a bad thing. But no, it was a good time. I think that with such a big event, let's not box ourselves into a time constraint. Let's get everybody putting all of their energy and good vibes behind this weekend that we can. Totally. And for those who are not attending the festival in person, it's going to be streaming on IWTV, IWTV.live. Kaya, do you have anything to plug before part ways here? Um, just, you know, you can always follow me on the Twitter machine. My handle is at Kaya MCK. It's the same handle on Instagram. I love just interacting with people. I do host my space, the witching hour. So please feel free to drop in and say hi and see what's going on there. I have merch at kayamckenna.bigcartel.com. We just had some new scapegoat stickers added. So please check those out. And that's all I got going on. I mean, that's a lot going on, kind of. I don't want to change myself there, but there's stuff. There's always stuff in the works at the witchy shop. So yeah. And check, check that store out. I I've definitely uh, made some purchases. I pre-ordered your new shirt that's coming out. The pre-orders may be over by now, but anyway, oh, they're still there. I designed it myself. I'm super proud. <laughs> it's really cool looking. 
All right. So before we go, um, I just realized we went straight into plugs and I meant to ask you, we're heading into 2022. Do you have any resolutions? Like we have this new year ahead. Yes, I um, I feel like I'm coming off a very, very strong showing in 2021 for my own rookie year. And I've set the bar very, very high for myself to clear going into 2022. So in preparation for that, I'm taking some time off to rehab and recover and come back as the best version of the good witch that you've ever seen. I will be more aggressive. I will be more dominant. I will have the energy of all of the goddesses behind me. And, you know, some time may pass during this process of healing and restoration, but the conduit of karma will rightfully come back around. 